0: Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, best-selling author and CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. And you are listening to the High Impact Coaching Podcast, the podcast for coaches by coaches and designed to help coaches build and scale profitable coaching businesses so that they can get to the people around the world that really need them. On this podcast, you're going to have everything from tactics, live tactics and strategies. You're going to have motivational content. You're going to have interviews with the top experts in the world in different spaces to help you grow and scale your business and get to the thousands of people that need you. It's our belief that coaches are at the front of the spear when it comes to world change. And we want to make sure that you have all the resources that you need to get to the people that really need you. So that being said, if you need our help in any way, shape, or form, feel free to go to XanderFryer.com. We've got tons of other resources and support at XanderFryer.com. If you want to join our free Facebook community with thousands of other six-figure, multiple six-figure, and seven-figure coaches, you can go to XanderFryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help in the short term, coaching you one-on-one or mentoring you one-on-one to scale your coaching business to six figures in the next 90 days or taking it to seven-figure years over the next 12 months, go ahead and check out a couple of our programs at xanderfryercom forward slash programs, and feel free to set up a quick 15-minute call with our team to see what we can dig into, find what's not working in your business, and see how we can help you scale to that next level. Other than that, I'll see you in the next episode. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here with The founder of SOS Dojo, Sales Objection System Dojo, Joe Marcoux, the Frenchman from Canada. Joe, super excited to get you on. Welcome to the party.
1: Xander, I'm thrilled to be here, man. I really, I can't say enough about you and your team and just this community that you have at High Impact Coaching. Literally, like, in like 10 weeks so far. I'm in your accelerator group, but even in 10 weeks, the impact that you guys have had on my business and even in terms of my other things going on in terms of my life. Awesome. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, Worth every penny, everybody. That's,
0: that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We want to make sure, we want to make sure that you're seeing that impact, but awesome. uh, Enough about me. Let's talk about you. So, Joe, you're you're a sales wizard. You're a sales master. I mean, I, we're we're cut from the same cloth. I'm a big fan of sales. You know, I always tell people you you can't coach anybody unless you sell people into your programs, right? Correct. Um. So so when it comes to when it comes to business, uh, you know, I always tell people we have to business and sell first and coach second. Um. So, Joe, I'd love for you to dig in. You're you're a sales wizard. Now, I'd love for you to dig into like how you got to this point. Like, I just love to understand a little bit more of how you got to this point. Cause you're an amazing salesperson
1: to me. And I just love Thank hearing you. how people got to this point, man. This is a very interesting journey. And so it all stems back. I was 15 years old. I got into health fitness, got into bodybuilding. And then by yeah. the age of 18, I started managing an exercise equipment retail store by the age of 20. I thought, I'm going to open up my own. So at 20 years old, I started my own exercise equipment retail store and I had to sell, and it was high end equipment at 20 years old. I couldn't personally afford the equipment that I was selling to other people. So this was, you know, treadmills, ellipticals, uh, you know, very large home gyms. And then we also started going into commercial sales. Nice. This is how, uh, and my belief, and and you've you've done this very well in in the launch program, the why helped me get to that space where in my heart, in my spirit, in my mind, my mindset, my why is so powerful. And I take Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. And I do the same thing in, in some of my programming where we start with what's your why? And once you know, and you've defined your why, so when I defined my why, which was, okay, I want to help people live a better quality of life through the benefits of total health and exercise. And that comes out real quick because I defined it and I wrote it. Yeah, And it's up on my vision board as we speak, which I did a left, you know, a a non-dominant hand exercise. It looks like a child wrote it because it was powerful for me. So my why is powerful. Well, when you have a powerful why, then you have to continue to program your beliefs. And you talk about limiting beliefs in your program constantly. And that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, what are my beliefs around this? So when I have a why that gets me out of bed and I believe in what I'm offering people, then I have what I call power and conviction. So we fast forward from the age of 20 to 25. I merge my company with another exercise equipment retail company. And we go from seven stores to 38 in 18 months. We scale big learning lessons. Cause I end up learning from other pro- professionals and whatnot. Yeah. And in that time from 18 to 25, uh, name the sales masters, the gurus that I went and saw Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, I got to, an yep. opportunity to share, share an, an elevator ride with him and, and whatnot. Oh man, that's amazing. Uh, it was awesome. Super guy, right? I got, I was given a front row ticket to meet, to, to meet Mr. Rohn, uh, Bob Proctor on several yep. occasions. He Harvecker and the group Jack Canfield, I got to see a couple times. Mark Victor Hansen and I did a workshop by the time I was in my early 30s after my first book came out called Boutique Thinking in a Big Box World. And that was back in... So we go back to 2007 and I've always had an affinity towards sales. I don't look at it as, as oh, I hate sales. Yeah. But that's because you you, de- you you developed a big belief and a deep why behind it. Right. So for me, my why and my powerful belief, yeah. it was when... I because I believe in what I'm doing so much, I'm not selling. I'm helping people across the finish line with the products or services that I'm offering. And I want to, I want to point out something really quickly here too. Cause
0: I think this is, this is really key. Cause a lot of us have heard like, you know, if you sell something you believe in, it gets easier, but so many coaches out there are like, I believe in my coaching, but I still suck at selling. Right. right? And I think, I think something, something that I want to commend you for what you've done is like, and you, I, I, I want to make sure this doesn't get brushed over you work on that belief. Like you, you talking about like you, you do exercises with your non-dominant hand to remind you of your why, like you're, it's not like the belief is just there or it's not. Like beliefs are constantly being built, right? They're either being built in the right direction or the wrong
1: direction. And you actively focused on building your beliefs in the right direction. And well, thank you. And and, and again, you've, in your program, you've been able to help me again, refocus on that, that constant belief. And it's constant, it's daily practice. You know, what What you've been able to provide is, is I, I'm able to put into my perfect week formula, thanks Craig Ballantyne, to uh, of, of my, my regular yeah. outcomes of what I want of my morning and my meditation times. And then with like these, these rim sessions that you're providing us, it's just, it's just like, yeah. which gets me way more like pinpointed with, with my why, which is awesome. Yeah. And so, the, the, you know, to be able to tell people we have to transform ourselves, it, uh, I think the general populace, when I said, yeah, my, my, my sales objection system dojo is transformational, it's that, not good marketing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, tough, it's tough for people to understand, yeah. It's what happens. And so, so it, it, exactly that. I mean, in training, whether you're a sales samurai or a black belt, th- th- I tell people, when you reach the black belt level, that's when training really begins. Yeah.
0: Still and nine degrees
1: say, of black belt. <laughs> well, that's just it. Like, and then you start to understand that, hey, my fundamentals are critical, that I need to work my fundamentals on a regular basis so that then I could start doing these little tweaks of what I call like Jedi mind tricks, which do work, by the way. neurolinguistic programming and the power of words will have a profound effect on influence and persuasion. However, if my why and my belief isn't there, doesn't matter how much mumbo jumbo that I learn, I've got to have the power here first. Yeah. So you're you're there. And so, yeah, I've I've been a constant learner and, you know, I'm closing in on the big five Oh, and I'm still feeling the more (laughs) I learn, the more I realize I don't know.
0: You got, you got plenty more to go,
1: right? Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got well, plenty of, of energy left. And what's interesting, Xander, is that my why, I start having more whys. It's yeah. not just about, okay, I want to help people do better at, at, you know, it's not just about helping people live a better quality of life for the benefits of total health and exercise. It's great. I, I help coaches that do that. I'm leveraging myself through them. Now I'm also helping, you know, whether people are selling their products or services and they, they don't like sales. I'm helping them understand their why whilst I'm also giving them scripts and yeah. the practice. Yeah. That's what we do in the dojo. So let
0: me, let me ask you this. You have, mul- you said you have multiple whys. I was, I was talking yeah. to Yuri came fellow Canadian for you. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, a lot of people when they really work on their why they do, de- they, they try and develop this why uh, around like the big impact in the world and other people and which is great. And he's like, but for a lot of us, we're scared to admit that there's actually a really deep why that would appear somewhat selfish sometimes. And, oh, it's great. We, and we oversee it. And he, one of the things he said is like, he's like, I, I love having an impact. I love helping people. But my biggest why is personally, I just want to always see what's possible for me. Oh, that's uh, great. Right. And I'd, I'd love to understand if you have any why's like that, that might appear a little bit more selfish. I think that's sure. one of the ones for me. It's like, Don't get me wrong. Like me and Maddie are very well off. Right. But like, I I never consider myself someone who like flaunts our money. I don't go around buying Lamborghinis and stuff like that. Right. Part of me. Right. Knows like, okay, if, if money is just a identifier of the impact that we're making, well then selfishly, I kind of look at this like a video game. Like, can I get the high score? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so
1: like, it's, it's by nature.
0: Yeah. So I'd I'd love to understand, like, yeah, I'd love to understand if you've ever found anything like that digging
1: in your different, the the different layers of why for yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So part of it is the the competitive edge. Yeah. Um, It's not just in terms of my, okay, what number can I do next? It's like, I want to applaud other people's success. I, I, I don't want to live in a a space of envy. However, if, you know, in, in an accountability group, it's like, okay, so what's the number that you're going to hit this month? Okay. I'm on it because yeah. I just want to get, you know, and it's, it's not about, it's not even about the money. It's just, okay. Bragging rights for me this month. Right. And we, and, 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 uh, yet I still want, I want somebody to get to first place. If I get knocked down to third and yet my business is still growing, it's just that competitive. So there's a why yeah. I'm going to share with you something, uh, you know, from my heart. And I'm actually going to share it like this. I'm going to actually move my laptop from my stand. and let Oh you my see God, it. you can do that. <laughs> so, so there's my vision board right now. Yeah. And there's this, my mission. I inspire and empower people to choose. Is this your left-handed thought. writing? That's the one. Okay. Like it's yeah. brutal over here is the dream house that Shauna and I are going to build. We've already got the land. So in the last couple of years, we've been able to buy the land. We started yeah. clearing the land. Here are the plans for the home. Like it's done. Like we're going to we're gonna start this process. But why the big house? And why like the sea and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, we've already got a small cabin on Lake of the Woods. It's a beautiful place. It's our piece of paradise. I get to work from there with this lifestyle that we've been able to create. But why this big house? It's not about the big house. Yep. I, I'm again, I'm closing in on 50. Between Sean and I we' are like the mini Brady Bunch. We've got five kids. She has yeah. three. I've got two, okay. For those of you who don't know the Brady Bunch, you could message Xander and ask him about it. <laughs> um, but the point is is that we're, we're, our kids are now they're, they're adults. They're ranging from 29, twin boys at 27, 25 and 22 this year. And so we know grandchildren aren't far away. Yeah. And so I'm already thinking there, like, and you and Maddie aren't even having little people yet. Uh, But I know you got the dog, which is awesome. And and so for me, I'm honestly thinking, my call it a selfish why. I want to be so set with my finances and have this place like this, this how what it represents to me, this house is a place where my children and my grandchildren, we are going to create memories together. Yeah. I'm going to be that grandfather. It's it's generational like oh. generational wealth, generational joy, yeah. generational support. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be that that's the, so I literally, I do, I do meditation every day. Shauna comes, I get up super early and then Shauna shows up at around seven, seven thirty. 30. She comes in with her coffee. I stop what I'm doing. And then we, we do a med, we do a guided meditation together and, and focus it, on it, it. Yeah. And we're both on track. So even if we have things from the law of attraction where people are asking us, Hey, do you want to do this and do that? And it's like, well, does that have anything to do with what we're on right now? And if they say no, it's like, Nope. Cause yeah. we're on target, man. Like, yeah. we, and that's I, that's, I love that. I dig that. Yeah. And that, it, you know, and I, you've said this before and I agree with you hundred percent. People think that the law of attraction is saying yes to the universe. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's yeah. saying yes to what you want. And Yes and to the right things. Yeah. Correct. correct. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a powerful why it's my grandchildren to be. I, and, I, I and, love that.
0: Cause I, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid to go find that like quote unquote more selfish. Why? Right. Because they think, Oh, as a good person, all my why's should be for other people. Right. I, one of my, yeah. one of my favorite ones was uh, I don't know if you heard the story of how Bedros Koulian built his own private gym. Yeah. And, and, and the story with his car and his son and, and all, right. all of that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But like for the, for the private, for the private gym, like one of my favorite parts about it is like, he originally he told himself that he would not allow to him, himself to have a private gym until he sold, you know, uh, a thousand fit body boot camps or something. Okay. Like okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that- And so obviously fit body boot camp is about building gyms and fitness and health and helping people get healthy Right. But basically like his goal, his real goal for selling a thousand fit body boot camps was because ever since he was little and he saw like Arnold Schwarzenegger working out, he was like, I want my own gym.
1: Yeah. And what's wrong right? with
0: that? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it like selfishly, it's like, he just wanted a gym and he's like, I'm going to go hit this goal and help this many people to achieve my selfish dream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to, I'll, we haven't even started to dig into to sales and objections really. But I think this is, this is just so important because this really is the basis of it all. It's the it why is. it's the mindset. It's the beliefs. Um, so obviously that being said, um, you know, you and I were just talking, you know, last month, uh, last month alone, you sold 26 K in coaching. I think yes. yesterday you said you had a 10 K day. I right? did like so many coaches would kill for a 10 K month. Right. And you had a 10 K day yesterday. Yeah. It was um, awesome. So it was awesome. Um, if, if you were to just give, I don't know, let's say your top three tips for coaches to be able to sell more, like what would, what would your top three tips for coaches be?
1: Oh, I I like that. Well, number one, I mean, uh, you know, get on, get, and this is no, no BS, like follow the plan. If you don't have a plan, follow the plan. So what you've been able to put together in terms of, uh, the metrics, uh, like all data, no drama. Like it, it, that's a no brainer. If you don't have measurable metrics, you're, you're running, you know, in circles. And an example that I give to a lot of the, uh, a lot of retailers that I deal with is I, I, I pull this out. I'm like, are you counting the number of customers walking in? Mr. And Mrs. Customer come in. Hey folks, be with you in a quick moment. Okay. It's two people count them. That, that then, if, then so measure your metrics so that's number one. Yeah. So measuring, measuring and data, that's, that's huge. I think so yeah.
0: many people just never even do that. Like, how do you know if you're hitting targets, if you're not even measuring? Right.
1: So that's number one. Number two is have a template. Yeah. You know, part of the thing that I do for retailers, I have this thing that is called the army of one sales training system. Well, that, and that's where SOS stems from. Cause that's yeah. part of your being an army of one. And a lot of coaches are an army of one. Well, the thing is, is that. Um, If you don't have a sales template, which the perfect consultation is a template. Yeah. You need to have your, I'm a believer in what are my top eight, top 10 questions that I can ask everybody, whether I have them on a script or I just know them. Yeah. Right. Like this way, not only me, but my sales staff on my team, they know what they are. How do you think we went from seven stores to 38 in 18 months? Uh so you I could still knew, you knew what tests.
0: you were asking and you knew what the team was asking.
1: Yeah. The same eight qualifying questions back then was so uh, you're looking for a treadmill, who's it for? Who else is gonna use it? How are you gonna use it? Where are you gonna where are you gonna put it? How long do you plan on using it? What exactly are your fitness goals? Are there any fitness issues that I need to know about, such as ankles, knees, hips, right, sp- Yes. Uh, sp- or lung? We knew the question. You had
0: yeah, you had this same conversation over and over, and
1: you yeah. you mastered it from that same conversation. Yeah. What and so the and the third piece. Right. So, know your metrics. Have a template. Master objections. Yeah. That's the, because, of, a, 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 as as you probably know, and I think a lot of people that are watching know, you get to that moment of truth, where you have a strong belief, you have a powerful why, you have conviction, and then people unfortunately shit the bed. <laughs> go, yeah. Oh, I I I just I, I, I could hear the voice in my, inside of my head. You know, the one right now that's saying that little voice inside your head that's saying, don't ask. No, no, don't ask. It's okay. And it's like, wait a minute. If my why is strong enough that I have the conviction to ask, because I'm going to help people walk across the finish line. And so this is where I teach people that it's a simple two-step process. And I will literally give you the formula right yeah, now yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And you, could, you can use this for your business or your sales for coaches right now. It's a two-step process. Step one, acknowledge, step two, ask a question. <laughs> so That's, simple. yeah. Simplicity is elegance. Simplicity is elegance. Yeah. The problem that people have is not the formula. It's the emotional response. Right. This is why the dojo has been working. They because- take it, they
0: take it personally. They take it as like when somebody says no, when they say they're not ready, they take it as a personal attack to them rather than
1: they're, rather than they're one
0: step closer to a yes.
1: Right. The, the, the American retail association has been able to show that products that are thousand dollars or more, you're going to hear the word no minimum of five times before you get to a yes. Five. So guess what kids, yep. if you only get one no and you quit, see ya. Yeah. You got to keep re-asking and come at, come at it from a different angle. Not because you're pushy. Grant Cardone, I give him great credit. And I tell people this in my program and guys think about this from this perspective. Don't confuse my enthusiasm for being pushy. Correct. My belief, my why is so strong. Please don't confuse my enthusiasm for being pushy. You came to me with a, as you would say, a bleeding neck problem. Yeah. I'm here to help you. Yep. So if you're coming in, all of a sudden you're giving me all this, no, you're a salesperson. I'm not going to take that personally. I'm here to help you. Well, I think, I think about
0: like, I I think about like, especially for coaches, right? Most coaches, we could argue that most coaches, their, their gifts, their knowledge, their expertise, their service is some form of curing cancer.
1: Exactly. It it, it could, it could actually be curing cancer
0: in the case of like health and wellness and weight loss, right? Um, Or it could be curing mental cancer with, you know, career space or, you know, anything like that, but it is some form of curing cancer, right? And I, like, I was asked people, like, if you could cure cancer. Like if you could cure cancer, but someone had to pay you $2,000 for it, right? But it would cure their cancer and it would save their life. Would you not be like, like you mentioned, have so much enthusiasm and so much drive around getting this out to the people that need it? Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. w- would you not just take it to the end of the earth? Like go door to door, like break down walls to make it. Yeah. S- it's going to save your goddamn life. Yeah. Go find $2,000.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that emotional response that people have is the problem, right? They get scared. And and again, like, like, and you've, you've said this repeatedly, people are saying no, because they're afraid to make the wrong decision. They're also afraid to make the right one. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. Well, as salespeople, we also block ourselves from making the decision to ask. And then it's, how do I handle? and, And one perfect example of this Xander is the fear that people have that Hey, okay, you know what? Your coaching's too expensive. There's yep. two ways of looking at it. <gasps> I got a discount. And then you're giving it away, which we all know those that pay, pay attention. So stop giving. That's, stuff so away. that's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Right. But then on the flip side, we also get emotionally attached because again, when my why and my belief is so strong and I believe so much in my program and what I'm bringing and somebody says, Joe, like you're crazy, man, this is way too expensive. I still have to believe in my value that I'm bringing to the table, yeah. and the which, is,
0: which of- is you as a person now. I think yeah. that's, that's where it's, it's different as a coach than pretty much any other industry. Cause you are the product, right? Correct. If it was, if it was a yoga mat on Amazon and somebody said, uh, this is too expensive. You'd be like, mm, whatever I'll get the other person. Right. Sure. But because it's you,
1: it's like, it's hard not to take it personally. And so this is where with practice. And so think about it. You can get a couple of people together. I mean, we do, we, I do this in groups of six in a room and we, and I practice with them. And then I, now I've got other people that are also putting them through the, through the, uh, through the ringer on purpose. Yes. We, we, we get you to stretch out slightly over out of your comfort zone every week, yeah. every week. And it's live. It's, that's the one th- thing about the dojo that's interesting is that it's, it is live training. That's why we do it in group, smaller groups. It's intimate. You got to practice. And now I have other people that are earning their black belt in the process. Thanks to you guys helping me scale this puppy, which yeah. is awesome. So now that uh, the, the people that are in the dojo are learning how to teach it. So, cause if you really want to master a subject, what do you got to do? You got to, you got to graduate to the point where you're actually teaching it. Yeah, teach it. you got it. So yeah. that my own students are becoming the teachers within the dojo, allowing me to That's work. That's like, you've that got that. the best pyramid scheme that I've ever seen, man. <laughs> You you and and Craig and Tony Robbins <laughs> and everybody else have helped As me. long as it gets results. It gets results. And what's the value? So coming back, I want to give this tip to you guys. Your your service is too expensive. Yeah. Or man, that's a lot of money. Or, dude, is that in pesos? It's it's all the same objection. It's your product's yeah. too expensive, your service is too expensive. Step one. Hey, you know what? Thanks for letting me know how you feel. That's their opinion. It's not a fact. Yeah. Their opinion. So know that step two, ask the question. I'm curious, what exactly are we comparing it to? I didn't say, you know, like most people, they get emotional response. So they go, man, that's expensive. And you, they, most people go compared to what? Or, no, it's not. Right. Or what are you comparing it to? And they're put, when I say you, I'm pushing you away as opposed yeah. to when you think of the NLP in this and I go, Hey, thanks for letting me know how you feel. Right. De-estimate. And then step yeah. two, what exactly are we comparing it to? And I'm bringing you in. We, what are like, we? Get it, get
0: on the same side of the table rather than making it a you
1: versus me. And what's interesting, Xander is oftentimes when you ask that question, Hey, thanks for letting me know how you feel. What exactly are we comparing it to? They say, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then you can go back into your, as you say, your doctor frame. Your. I like it. I like to call it the A game, like play your A game. Yeah. You're the A, you're the, you're the authority. You're the advisor, trusted advisor, right? Yep. I mean, that's the key. You're the doctor. So yeah, it's expensive. Thanks for letting me know how you feel. What exactly are comparing it to? I don't know. Come back into the frame. Yeah. And then focus. And then, so what we do is we help create literal flow charts of where these objections can go so that you build confidence and muscle memory. Yeah. That's why it's takes so, so it's
0: no longer you having to think on the fly and it's it no longer happens. you having to figure out. Yep.
1: I got to speak to my spouse.
0: Hey, you know what? I, I totally think, appreciate like, I think that's, food. I think that's so important though. Right. Because people, you know, people think like, you know, I think of like Cajal, our, our head of sales. Right. And everybody thinks Cajal's just some sales savant. Right. Like he could like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's good. He's, he's very good. But like everybody thinks like his brain just operates 10 times faster than everybody else's. It's like, no, he just practices. He Right. You know, he's, he's been through the different, you know, the different opportunities, the different, like you mentioned, the different uh, flow charts, the different avenues that something can go. Right. And because of that, he's, you know, he knows how to help somebody move forward and change their life. Absolutely. Right. But
1: it comes from practice. And that's, and, and most, I think, I think we can all agree. The majority of people, including some, some, like I have some retail businesses that I deal with. They've been in business for 35 years and they go, you know what, Joe, I'm not doing any of this stuff. And it's crazy. Thirty-five years? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, so coaches even harder because you start off as an army of one. Yeah. And if you're wanting to offload this to a sales team, right? They need to learn this quickly if they're going to ramp up. So absolutely. And 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 those those metrics are measurable. Like you can handle if you're handling objections better, that means your sales go up. So you can literally measure it. Yeah. It literally just becomes a percentage game at that point. It's like you get this percent better at this, your income goes up this percent. Absolutely, it's pretty simple. Yeah. And what you you've been able to bring to the table is okay. What's my lead generation process? And and you know I, I I'm I'm learning so much in terms of the DM process and what what specific social media piece that I can work with and and again email and existing database and the yep. low hanging fruit. All of it makes sense. All of it it's still, to me, I find that the the objection handling has been something that's been this Achilles heel for a lot of people. And in this this ecosystem of coaches, but it's not just coaches, Xander. I mean, I've got people in the dojo. I've got doctors. I've got poker mindset coaches. I've got (laughs) weight loss coaches. I've got bicycle retailers. I've got fitness equipment retailers. I've got people in the auto industry, realtors, all in these small groups together. And they're all learning off of each other because they see a correlation. Because a lot of this stuff is like, Oh, damn. Yeah. You know what? That makes sense for me.
0: Well, regardless, regardless of whatever industry you're looking at, like it's human psychology. And I think, I think in the end, like what, when you become a business owner, we have to commit at mastering human psychology Yeah. because in the end, like a business owner, your job as a business owner is to bridge your product or service with the people that need it. Yeah. Right? And in order to make that bridge between the two, you have to understand the minds of the people that need it. And and that's, it, that,
1: that literally is that's sales marketing, all of that. That's what it is. And you do, you, you and your team have done such a great job of putting it in such a way where you've been able to paint the picture in terms of what's the prison that people are in Yeah. and how are the, you know, like the problem agitate solve. I mean, and, and there's a variety of different forms of what that, <laughs> but I, I, again, I'm going to stick to the way that you're, you're, you're putting yeah. it out. There. Yeah. Problem agitate solve makes so much sense. So that if there is an objection, if you do your perfect consultation correctly, you shouldn't have any objections. The problem is, you know, somebody at the beginning of a perfect consultation will say, "Yeah, I'm the decision maker," and then the price comes up, and then all of a sudden, I got to go speak to my spouse, right? Yep. So it it, it changes. Yeah. There's a, there's a saying in retail that that goes, "Buyers can be liars." Oh and yeah. Right. Now that doesn't it doesn't mean that people are are mean. That's the other thing, folks. Like there are people that are gonna unfortunately tell you the white lie because it's a smokescreen. Because it's, afraid- it's easier, it's easier than easier. being
0: honest. Honesty is actually difficult.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Both as a salesperson who believes in in what we're bringing. So if you're a coach. Take his advice. And I'm I'm pointing to you on my screen. Take Xander's advice. You're pointing to me on
0: my screen too, Joe. So it works. Okay,
1: good. (laughs) For Uh, everybody
0: else in podcast land, Joe just pointed to
1: me. Yeah. (laughs) On a recent group call that I was privy to, which is absolutely awesome. You had said my, your wish was, no, actually it was a recording that I watched. You said your wish was that coaches would become lovers of sales. If people would love sales, they would do that much better. Yeah. And you, you're, you're absolutely, you're having a group chat with, with a bunch of your team and, and Jay was interviewing you and it, it, it was it's just so poignant because we have this misconception that sales is slimy. It's yeah. used car and it's every, it's where everybody goes or it's, you know, you're in yeah. my bubble and our job is I'm here to help take these people that have said, I'm interested. I have an issue. They've raised their hand. Great problem, agitate, solve. Here's how I do that. And now I'm going to pull you across the finish line because you need me. Yeah. Because this is, this is actually for your best interest. And that's what you mentioned that it me earlier.
0: The trusted, sure, the trusted advisor frame really you know, like, and the, one of the things I talk about is like Yoda, right? It's like, Yoda's yeah. not, Yoda's not always nice to you. Yoda's not always going to tell you what you want to hear. Yoda's going right. to be honest. He's going to tell you what you need to hear. And it's not always your favorite, but he's doing it for your best interest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like, I always, obviously the nerd in me, that's who I always want to embody whenever I'm doing sales. Is I love it. <laughs> Maybe yeah, with, like I... proper, proper English and grammar, but yes. Same idea.
1: Objections yeah. you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that, and I, I go with Yoda and I go with Mr. Miyagi. Perfect. Right? Because when you think of it, people, like when you start the practice, and you're saying, they're going like, well, I want to learn how to punch. It's like, wait, listen, we're going to start off with the simple, like the, the these objections first, before we get to like the spouse objection. Yeah. Or you got to, you got to start off with
0: wax on, wax off.
1: Right. What's with the wax on, wax off. When I want to punch, it's like baby steps, man, we'll get there. And yeah. then when we start stacking objections, because as we all know, it's not just one, sometimes uh, Connor who works with you holds the record that I know of 12 objections on one call <laughs> and he closed so yeah. Connor Eagleson, if you're watching this, you are a 12, black belt 12
0: no's to get to a yes. So, you know, for Absolutely everybody who gets awesome. one no or two no's and they go, it's
1: not going to work. Yeah. Go talk to Connor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's on your team. I mean, and he's, he's a beast, man. Yeah. So dude,
0: yeah. I, I love it. I, uh, I don't want to take too much more of your time because I think we've gotten a ton of sales nuggets out of this. Um, but, uh, quick, quick little, uh, um, quick little speed round for you. Uh, just, you know, number okay. one, since we are in quarantine right now, when travel opens up again, where's the first place you go in?
1: Ooh, great question. Uh, travel opens up again. I will probably if like wide open. Sean and I were supposed to be working in Europe. Yeah. So we going to London because we have a new client who thanks to you, by the way, <laughs> just signed on to our in perpetuity program. It's a yeah. specific to the bicycle industry thing. Um, and we've, we've tripled our cost, our retail price to them and they, they still did it. And so they're in Leeds just outside of London. So yeah, we're going to head there and they're going to be opening up 40 locations and we're going to have 40 uh, dude. So yeah, we're going there and then we're gonna have a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun. Awesome, man. Um, number two, what's the best book around sales that you've ever read? Ooh, man, that is good. The best book around sales that I've ever read. Um, uh, wow, there's a few. Man, that is a good one. Oh, man. Okay, um, right off the hop, I'm looking at Grant Cardone's Seller Be Sold. It's, yeah. it's, it's good, but I've, there's another one that's going to come to mind that's a little bit different. Um, it's Mind Reader by Lior Sushard. Nice. This is not a sales book. Yeah, it, it's uh, but it's he's a mentalist. It's a fun. But this, but
0: this is what we talked about. It's human psychology. The better you can yeah. understand human psychology, the better yeah. you are at sales, marketing, business, anything, leadership. All of it is human psychology. Absolutely. Coaching. Coaching, leadership, sales, marketing, it's all human psychology.
1: It, it's, and it's ongoing. That probably, that, that book had a big impact on me about two years ago. And I, I leave it up there because most people, what mind reader? Yeah. And it was fun read. It's just a fun read. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then I'm number curious. three, what's your favorite book? No, oh, go man, ahead. Sales.
0: Yeah. Oh man. So, so it, it's funny you bring that up. I think um, it's technically not a sales book. It is a marketing book, but it's Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. Um, so okay. Persuasion by Robert, Robert Cialdini is one of my
1: favorites. Um, see, see, I'm not familiar with that book, but I'll be... I'm, Confucius say, bad handwriting better than good memory. So I yeah. would like that. Um, last question for
0: you. Go ahead. Probably yeah. the most difficult one. Uh, you say you've got a Brady Bunch household.
1: Yes. Who's your favorite kid and why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, none. <laughs> None. You know, I hate them all. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. No, they're, they're all great. Even, even, you know, I, and, and to the credit of my non-biologicals, yeah. Uh, the, all five of them, they get together. And I mean, Sean and I got together later in life and uh, we've been together now for 11 years, married for three and that, but all five kids like super, like they're, they're just, I love them all, and 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 even though I, I never understood this because my parents were divorced when I was a kid, and I never understood my stepmom and my stepdad to say that they love me as much as theirs. And I'm like, f off. Still- <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And to be like like we've been able to pull like like and thanks, man. Uh, we pulled off a blended family, and it's it and from the get go. I mean, That's there's amazing. never been any strife. And, uh, and I'm proud of all of them because even <laughs> despite COVID and everything else, yeah. they're all working and, um, they're all doing things that are, you know, growing their minds. You know, one's going to be a lawyer. One wants to be, a, is a tattoo artist, but can't work right now because of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's, man, it's amazing. Like they're all, they're an entrepreneurial spirits. It's, Love it. it's all of them.
0: That's amazing, yeah. man. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Joe, thanks. Thanks for
0: coming on. This has been a, a wealth of knowledge. This has been phenomenal. Um, where quite can, quite. where can people
1: learn more about you? Uh, you can learn more about me. You can go to uh jomarcou.com, J O E M A R C O U X as in X marks the spot.com. Yep. You can go to uh, find me on Facebook on LinkedIn or my Instagram is the Joe but yeah, Joe best, best Beautiful. place. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining us, Joe. For everybody who's
0: listened to this in podcast land, if you want to catch these interviews live, go ahead and join us at com forward slash FB group. And for anybody who's interested in checking out our program, some of the things that Joe was talking about and what we teach, go ahead and go to com forward slash programs. Feel free to grab a call with us. We're happy to chat, see where you're at and see if we can help.
1: Joe, thanks again. Pleasure. Thank you.